Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 223 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking about how the placebo effect works and its significance in medical studies, how negative expectations can lead to the nocebo phenomenon, and the fascinating relationship between your thoughts and your treatment outcomes. We've spent a long time talking about scientific studies and the results, but we haven't really touched on probably the most important piece of research, and that's the placebo effect. And I've seen in my stories, and you hear, you know, direct stories from people all the time, I did this, you know, fill in the blank with this random thing that you wouldn't think would work, and it fixed this seemingly unsolvable problem. And then you wonder, like, okay, well, how, right? How did that happen? The placebo effect is also the reason that you have double-blind studies where the participants and the researchers don't even know who is receiving which protocol to make sure that there's no outside influence to potentially create that placebo effect. And we'll talk about why that is. Because the placebo effect is always influencing, it's always happening, and it can affect outcomes, especially within research. So let's talk about it. The placebo effect is a phenomenon, if you're not familiar with this, in which a person experiences a positive improvement of their symptoms or condition after receiving a treatment that has no active therapeutic effect. So in other words, the improvement is not due to the treatment itself, but rather to the person's belief in its effectiveness. They believe it works and therefore it does. The term placebo comes from Latin, and it has its roots in the Latin word placere, which means to please or to soothe. And the term placebo was first used in the German book Instructions by Ubevasa in 1787. And this was to describe a medicinal preparation that has no specific therapeutic effect, but is given to a patient under the belief that it'll be beneficial. And the use of placebos in medical studies is essential for comparing the effects of the active treatment to those of of the non-active one. Nowadays, it's considered questionable ethics to give a patient a drug or a treatment that doesn't contain the active ingredients. So what they do instead is often dispense older versions of the drug. And if you have any, you know, family or friends involved in health trials, like you want them to have the active ingredients of this trial. Um, So you can understand how giving a non-active version has fallen out of favor. The administration of the placebos can actually determine the placebo effect strength. So studies have found that taking more pills, whether or not they're real or not, strengthens this placebo effect. And besides, capsules appear to be more influential than pills and injections even stronger than capsules. And again, it's like hard to measure and it may seem like absolutely surprising, but wait till I get into some of the research studies that they've done specifically about the placebo effect. So obviously, again, it's hard to measure a person's direct experience, even in the best scientific study, the best conducted trials. 
For example, if it's used to treat insomnia, placebos can cause patients to perceive that they're sleeping better, but they might not improve objective measurements of actual sleep, so like how quickly they fall asleep. Now, there's also a phenomenon opposite to the placebo effect, which is called the nocebo effect. So this is when an inactive substance or treatment is administered to a recipient, and they have the expectation of it having a negative impact, and then it does. So placebos can also cause side effects associated with the real treatment, even when you didn't receive the active version of the treatment. You can even have withdrawal symptoms after a placebo treatment. So for example, after the discontinuation of the Women's Health Initiative study of hormone replacement therapy for menopause, there were some women who had been on a placebo for five plus years, and they still had moderate to severe withdrawal symptoms. There was only about 4.8% of the study participants that did, but this was compared to 21% of those on hormone replacement. So even though they weren't receiving the active treatment, they believed that they were and still experienced withdrawal symptoms. Like if anything, I hope today's episode helps you understand how powerful our brains are and how powerful and persuasive your thought can be. So a 2002 study published in the New England Journal of Medicine looked at a fake knee surgery. And so they wanted to compare knee debridement versus lavage, which is where they flush, versus a sham surgery where they make cuts and you go under like everything that you would expect in a surgery. And again, like they make the cuts, but they don't actually do anything. So they had 180 patients with knee pain randomized into three groups. So knee debridement is when they go in and they clean up if there's any floating bodies or, you know, pieces of cartilage can sometimes be in there. They clear all that up. If there's any like loose ends, so to speak, with meniscus cartilage, they can trim that up. Lavage flushing, they would just flush the joint with saline and then you get a sham surgery. They cut you, nothing happens. Participants were aware when they signed up that they might receive a placebo surgery and they had to consent to it to be a part of the study. And patients who actually got just the placebo surgery, so the sham surgery, reported similar pain relief as those who received the real procedures. Patients in all three groups reported moderate improvements in pain and function during two years of follow-up. And in fact, placebo patients reported better outcomes than the debridement patients at certain points during the follow-up. Patients were unaware throughout the study of whether they received the real or placebo surgery. And this begs the question too, is arthroscopic lavage and debridement for knee osteoarthritis actually all that helpful? When we're looking at research, We want it to be a definitive answer, right? That without fail, every time you have this, you can expect to have a certain outcome. And if there were a percentage of people who did not have that surgery and yet still had a positive outcome, for me, that shines enough doubt on things. And we've talked about this before, that just because there's a structural issue doesn't mean that fixing the structural issue is also going to resolve the pain. And so that's what I thought was most interesting about this particular study, which you can read yourself at aewellness.com slash podcast. I'll link to it there, is that the fake surgery, there were still positive outcomes for it. So if you can avoid having surgery, right, and that's an option for you, maybe it's not that terrible of an option. Maybe it's not really a bad choice which I feel like sometimes you might be made to feel. The number one question 
I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. So I even read one study that provided a pain reliever to both groups. So it wasn't like there was a control group that got the pain reliever and one that didn't. Both got it. But the difference between the two groups is one was told that they were getting morphine and the other was not. They had an automated pump that just delivered it. And the group that was told that they were getting it had better outcomes, even though they were both receiving the same things. So your expectation of what is happening can have an impact on how it happens. And this is possibly related to the top-down control from your brain for immunity and pain. And we've talked about that as well. That brain, yes, again, is related to the structure, but so much of pain and how we experience it is determined by our brain. And what you think matters. I have long believed that body, mind, and spirit are all connected. And that's why inside of Movement Mavens, I coach on mindset. Because if you're just trying to work on one and you're hammering away on one and not seeing any change, you're a whole body. What you think matters and understanding the placebo effect really does enhance that. And in my opinion, make it even more important, right? People had fake knee surgeries and still had positive outcomes because what you think matters. If you don't believe that life without pain is possible, then it absolutely will not be possible. And you don't need to be like 100% on the bandwagon with me. You just have to have 1% belief, right? 1% that this is a possibility even for you because I can work with that and I can help you feel changes that are going to strengthen your belief in that 1% at a time. But you can't go into this mobility work thinking that it's totally worthless because, as we've just talked about, it's going to be absolutely worthless if that's what you believe it is. And I, in my private coaching, have figured out how to tell and how to determine if the person that I'm talking to believes that to be true. And that's one of my red flags now. Because again, if you don't believe that it's possible, how on earth am I going to convince you to do this work and to believe that it's possible? It doesn't have to be, again, 100%. You just have to like be a little bit more, like 51% into the camp of it's possible and 49% into the camp of it's not possible. 
So if you have been using mantras or meditations to help you on your journey to pain-free on top of all of the mobility work that you're doing, keep at it. You are on the right path. And if you're not, maybe consider it because life without pain is absolutely possible, my friend. Even if it's been a really long time, even if it feels really impossible, even if you've been told you have X, Y, or Z, it's absolutely possible for you. And believing it is one of the most important steps you can do. So I'd love to hear from you what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. I know for me, I'm always like, every time I learn more, I truly believe anything is possible because the human body and the human brain are so fascinating and so intelligent and so smart and we don't really get the whole picture and that's okay. That's absolutely okay. But I would love to hear from you your biggest aha moments from today's episode. So send me a message. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Hala Formala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. If you have a longer question you want me to answer, you can leave me a voicemail on the Body Nerd hotline. That number is 818-396-6501. And that number is also in the description. So if you're like, oh, I want to do this, but I don't have a pencil right now to write down that phone number, it's in the description for this episode and every episode, actually. And then don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And I know it seems small and I know it seems like it doesn't really make a difference but thank you for subscribing thank you for leaving a review preferably a five-star review and also for sharing this episode with anyone who needs to understand the science behind the idea that life without pain is possible even for you especially for you So here's asking better questions, moving more, using the placebo effect for good, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool, and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.